2: Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com.
0: Well, hello. Welcome to Jewel Says. I'm Julie, Jewel's grandmother, mom. Oh boy, this past weekend was a whirlwind. If you happen to detect special emphasis on the WH in whirlwind, you are bang on. That was for you, Andrew Johnston. Yes, I am a boomer, though among the last of the boomers. And yes, we pronounce that WH, the importance of which was stressed to me on my first day at Crestview Elementary School in Kitchener. I was an excruciatingly shy, small-for-my-age little girl who was an unfaltering rule follower. A dream child by any teacher's standards of the day, but of course, in retrospect, there had to have been something wrong with my confidence to be so afraid to break a rule or to fail. It was 1966. I was six years old. My new teacher was Mrs. Glendinning. We had just moved to this school. I think we lived in Toronto before that. It was in Kitchener. She was a beautiful young woman with dark hair who I desperately wanted to please. We had phonics in those days, very important for learning to read, a skill I was desperate to master. And up on the board were consonants with words to go with them for us to say out loud in front of the class. Cat, k, dog, d, and so on. And when it was my turn, the word was whale. I said whale, well, W, sans pronunciation" of the full WH, whereupon the beautiful Mrs. Glendinning corrected me. Whale, well, wha. I had made a mistake in front of the whole class. I was humiliated. The only thing left for me to do was to valiantly fight back my hot tears of shame, which was no small effort. Imagine the horror if the class had laughed at me. But they didn't laugh. Apparently, they didn't view my mistake as worthy of shame and ridicule. Even by six, I had already internalized this ridiculous standard. Such a shame. So, yes, I was a strange child. I tried to console myself with the fact that I was new to this class and had not yet been taught these two-letter phonetic sounds. I had moved there from another school. I remember two other things I did wrong in that class— Back in the day, the grade ones were expected to sit straight at our desks, with our hands folded in front of us on the desk and our feet flat on the floor. But the chair was too big for me. I was short for my age. So my feet were not flat on the floor. I could barely toe the floor. Mrs. Glendinning told me in no uncertain terms, I must have my feet flat on the floor. She didn't say it in a mean way. It's just that I was such a little, I was a strange child. I didn't have the courage to explain that I was too short for the chair. Plus, of course, I was focused on fighting back tears of shame, so I slouched in my desk in an effort to do as I was told. I was so uncomfortable slouched like that. But Julie was not a rule-breaker, so slouch I did. I tried very hard to always follow the rules. The other thing I did, when we were practicing printing letters, I printed in bold. I didn't just draw the line. I colored each line with my HB number 2. I was swiftly interrupted as I colored the capital F and told to just draw the lines. One stroke was all that was required. mortified again. Thankfully, all these first grade transgressions were not on the same day. But yes, this weekend was a whirlwind of events. Thursday... I know that's pre weekend, but Thursday at six thirty in the morning, I just feel like I have to say, Abe and I attended our first Master Swim class. Now I've taken Master Swim before, maybe twenty years ago in Sarnia, because swimming is one of the few exercises I don't passionately loathe. But I knew it would be challenging. People training for triathlons and open water swims take the Master Swim program. You basically swim, you swim all these lengths of the pool of mostly front crawl and drills to improve your stamina. And let's be honest, I'm a breaststroke swimmer. Even though I taught swimming in 1977, my front crawl was never my forte. And I basically never learned the butterfly properly. So this master swim class is very challenging, and I knew it would be. But it's better than running. And Abe was also looking for an alternative, as he's still kind of recovering from a slight knee injury. So here we were, master swim. Well, over the hour-long class, I only swam about 33 lengths, which is maybe 825 meters. Abe swam about 60 lengths, and even that was fewer than anyone else there. We checked our Fitbit stats afterward, and this is where I appreciate having the Fitbit data because I scored 188 zone minutes, which is, zone minutes are just a measure of how hard your heart had to work for any given period of time. And even though Abe swam double the distance almost, his zone minutes were approximately half of mine. And I I don't know. I do judge myself, but this makes me feel less judged to have that metric. You can plainly see that I had to work very hard for that. That was a hard workout for me. And the other thing, this actually annoys me, I burned an estimated 1,300 calories that day. I don't religiously count calories, but, you know, my norm without a hard workout is between 900 And 1100 and Abe burned almost double or more it might have even been more than double hopefully I do better next time because I'm a little bit worried they'll kick me out of the class Abe thinks they won't because we paid the money but you know I am pretty slow Friday night was Andrew's Legends Ball hosted by the fabulous Andrew Johnston and I can tell you the ball did not disappoint I used to love Bitch Salad, which was an almost annual Pride show, and sometimes a Christmas show, that Andrew hosted with a lineup of female and queer comedians. Catherine has appeared on Bitch Salad a few times, even the Christmas version, but usually the Pride version was on a Tuesday. And the venue was Buddies in Bad Times Theatre, which is in the heart of the village, as we call the gayborhood in Toronto. And Buddy's is not nearly as convenient as the comedy bar, which is pretty much around the corner from us. The Legends Ball format is reminiscent of Bitch Salad, which is why it was really quite nostalgic for me to even be there. Abe and I sat with a friend of Andrew's who is an absolute delight. She's well traveled, fun, funny, a theater lover, which she and I have in common. And of course, the show was fabulous. The music, the glittery, colorful backdrop, the thought that went into the intro, outro music for each guest. And Andrew is such a polished host. He's electric as he seemingly effortlessly moves from hilarious anecdotes to the surprise lyrics to sex in the city to audience engagement to introducing each guest like they're both his best friend and a superstar. I know he recorded the show, so you must check his Instagram account, at Mandrew Bronston, for some of the best bits. Andrew's lineup, most of whom I had never seen do stand-up, definitely did not disappoint. TikTok star Tom Hearn's Ina Garten was understated ladylike perfection. I didn't know what to expect, because obviously I don't know who TikTok stars are, but he was fabulous. And I had no idea that Trisha Black, who is, I don't well, if you're not in Canada, you might not know of her. She's from CBC's Pretty Hard Cases, among other things. She was such a great singer, beautiful voice, and a good lyricist. You should Google her and check out some of her stuff. I haven't yet. I only know her from these shows. I didn't realize she did these other things as well. But she managed to have the whole room singing, I am a lesbian, including Abe, who could very well have been the only heterosexual man in the audience. Maybe that's why the gal we sat with later reported to Andrew that she had a vividly erotic dream about Abe that night. Hmm, just goes to show you, straight guys, opportunity awaits, even at a queer pride show. Maybe especially at a queer pride show, since you're the anomaly there. The show ended with an incredibly rousing recreation of a 1980 Hollywood Nights star-studded ensemble rendition of Heartache Tonight. Who knew Brandon Ash Muhammad would make a convincing Tina Turner? I certainly didn't. I hope the Legends Ball is a regular event, although Andrew is heading back to L.A. later in July, where a new show, I don't know the details, but he does have a new show in the works, so stay tuned for that. On Saturday, Abe and I joined Carrie and her husband Alan and some of their friends for a day-long 90s hip-hop concert called Hot In Here, Compliments of the Beautiful Catherine Ryan. This was an outdoor festival-style concert that started at 2 in the afternoon and went until 11 p.m. Okay, well, at least not way past our bedtime. The concert was way up north in the woods, as Abe and I call anything north of the 401, at Downsview Park. Now, Catherine does not do anything half-assed, and this concert was no exception. She bought 10 tickets in the VIP box, where we had lovely cushioned outdoor sectional seating, bottle service, plus a generous food and drink credit. I'm sure because she would have wanted to be there herself. It was sort of like her birthday gift to Carrie. Carrie invited Abe and me to join them, and I wasn't so sure, because even though I'm familiar with a lot of the 90s music, It's not so much because I was really into it, but because my children were. So there is a nostalgic fondness, for me anyway. But I hesitated because I'm not really a great person to have at a concert. I'm actually a bad audience member, unless you're putting on the type of show where you want the audience to sit quietly and listen. Because I would never jump around and yell and scream or even dance at a concert, I don't know why. Maybe it's just because I'm self-conscious. But if I go to a concert, I just watch and listen. I, I mean, maybe it's because I'm self-conscious, but also there's the age factor. And everyone there is dressed all sexy, and I just, I'm t- I feel like I'm too old for that. You know, as, a, as a, my friend Monica used to say, you don't want to look like a mutton in sheep's clothing. And you know, pretty much right up until the date, I kept confirming with Carrie, are you sure you want Abe and me to come? Not because I didn't want to go, but I thought I thought they'd probably have more fun with someone else. And I think Carrie was half expecting Catherine to make a surprise appearance. We were certainly hoping she would, but alas, her many, many responsibilities have to come first. And she's exhausted
1: So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today.
2: Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com.
0: So this was an outdoor concert, and the weather forecast was grim. Thunderstorms and rain all day, all day, all evening. According to the Weather Network, the thunderstorms were supposed to let up just around the time the concert was scheduled to end. And the VIP box wasn't covered, so we dressed for the rain and brought umbrellas. I wore exercise pants instead of jeans because i thought well if i get soaked it'll be less uncomfortable we didn't even bring sunglasses which it turned out we could have used because the sun came out and although we had a few clouds here and there it turned out to be hot in here even though we were outside we ended up using the umbrellas as parasols it was just such a nice day I had never been to Downsview Park, of course, because it's way up north in the woods, but it's beautiful. I have to say, Toronto has a lot of really beautiful, well-appointed outdoor spaces and parks. People from smaller towns often wonder, how can you raise a family in a tiny home without a huge yard? And I mean, way up near Downsview Park. It is definitely more suburban than urban, I guess, but there are apartment buildings. But still... If you live in a place that has that, you can raise children in an apartment because you have these beautiful free facilities nearby that you don't have to maintain. The concert had a lineup of hip-hop artists, and I guess you'd call the host a DJ in this context. In between artists, he played all kinds of music and kept blowing this annoying fucking horn. You, you know the horn, I mean— They never seemed to play a whole song from beginning to end, and the DJ kept trying to get people to make some noise. Make some noise! She's not coming out here until you make some noise! I want to hear more noise! I want to hear you in the back! Like, it, it just went on and on. Oh my god, dude. Everyone was making a lot of noise. Abe had the foresight to wear his earplugs. The place ended up jammed. Carrie just kept everyone's tequila fresh, the servers were quick to swap melted ice with fresh buckets of ice, more tequila and mix, and I tried to pace myself. Piles of deep-fried food, if you can call it food, arrived, which I had to try everything, even though it was all stuff I wouldn't normally eat. Some of it was pretty good, and I'm quite sure I blasted past my normal 1,000-calorie requirement on tequila alone. The people in the VIP section in front of us arrived after we did, but seemed to have been pre-drinking, probably because it is expensive to drink when you're in that section with bottle service. I noticed right away that one of the boyfriends, or husband, of one of the gals in the group seemed to have a problem with her dancing at the railing. Not too long after that, both of them were passed out on the couch. Someone put salami from their sandwich tray on her face. And not too long after that, two security people came and, with one under each of her arms, helped her away. Did her dude go with her? Make sure she was okay? Maybe? Nah. He was up and resumed partying. A couple of hours later, I was so surprised to see her back. I was amazed. I wonder if they took her away to have a nap or just make sure she was okay. I just thought it was funny that you would be escorted away for a couple hours and then show up again and start all over. Abe even danced. It's pretty rare for Abe to really let his hair down or even get remotely hammered so it was nice to see. He tried to get me to dance but I just can't. I I can't dance in a place like that unless the music really motivates me to dance and you know what it feels like when you want to and I just wasn't. I just wasn't into it. I was enjoying myself. I I enjoy people watching and watching everyone else. But then at one point, it was still pretty sunny out. It was still afternoon. One of the hot young babes from the section beside us approached Abe and started chatting with him. Uh Uh-oh. I was a bit surprised because Abe's kind of, uh, maybe conservative looking. I don't mean right-wing conservative. I just mean conservative looking. And she was maybe in her 30s, but wearing a neon orange halter dress that barely covered her butt, and the front cut pretty much to her waist. Pretty sexy little dress. She must have had double-sided tape to keep the dark spots covered. Must have. It was kind of amazing, actually. And I had remarked earlier on how cute she looked in that tight, tiny little halter dress. I just wouldn't have thought of Abe as her type. Was she Abe's type, though? Would Abe get around to letting her know that he wasn't up for grabs? Of course he's flattered by the attention, but, you know, I think he could do a better job of letting the ladies know he's not available a little more quickly. Just a couple of weeks ago at the Cule Kids concert, when a woman approached him and asked if he was alone, he said, no, he was with friends. Friends. I'm your friend? Okay, well, that's not exactly shutting down the window of opportunity, is it? So yeah, he's chatting away with the hot babe in the orange, and Carrie, a blocker extraordinaire, approaches and says, Daddy! Well, I could not see this woman's face, but Abe told me her face registered the shock as she asked Carrie how old she was. She might have asked Abe, too. I don't know. But she didn't hang around much longer. I asked him later, though, what did she say to you when she first approached? Like, I'm kind of curious what a woman's pickup line would be. Who's your favorite artist here? I said Nelly, and she said that's her favorite, too. Of course it's her favorite. Though when I think of Nelly, I think of Hodden here, the music video. Except I envision Catherine in the music video from Bring the Noise which was a wonderful show she was in a few years ago that we loved so much and wished had been renewed. It was great. A couple of hours later, another hot woman approaches. Less hot than Orange Mini, but still. Right on cue, Carrie the Cockblocker jumped in. Daddy! Poor Abe. What was this one's opening line? Are you British? Abe was wearing a t-shirt with a kind of an artistic... British flag on it. Very clever ladies asking some pretty innocuous questions to maybe get your foot in the door. When we got home the girl's friend Kaylee, Kaylee Woodcock, was at the house. She had come to Toronto for a Sunday night performance and she was so glad she was up when we came in, as she told us the next day. She laughed as she repeated what Abe had said to her. The ladies really like my booty. Right, Abe, I said to him. It's your booty. Jeez, Abe, do you realize how much more attractive a man in his 40s is than a 25-year-old? You're handsome. You clearly have a job. She probably thinks you're the VIP table benefactor. You're dancing, which makes you approachable. You have a very nice guy vibe. Of course the ladies are going to be interested. It's really not the booty. But he's been working out more these last few months, so I think he wants to believe it's the booty. This is another reason women don't necessarily want a younger man. Here's Abe on the trajectory of increased attractiveness while I'm going in the opposite direction. This wouldn't be happening if my partner were 80, but I'd still rather have Abe than an 80-year-old. The next day, I had a volunteer shift for Toronto Pride, cruising around the vendor booths, making sure they had everything they needed, answering questions. I love Pride weekend, even though I didn't see the parade this year. Everyone is just so happy Happy, shiny people everywhere, all ages, all sizes, genders, some wearing beautifully creative costumes, some wearing nothing at all. I've only been to the Toronto Pride weekend, so I can't compare it to any place else, but it's really just joyful. That night, I had the pleasure of attending a sexy dance show at the Opera House in Toronto, called Seven Deadly Sins, produced by a group called Your Dance Class. By sexy dance, I mean heels dancing, which has become very popular these last few years around here. I don't know if it's popular where you are, but it's really popular in Toronto. And I just love that there are opportunities for adults to take dance classes. I didn't take dance as a child, but when mine were young, I tried a few tap and jazz classes, It was far too late for me to try to learn ballet. Ballet is just so technical. And at the time, my only option was to sign up for a teens class, which was one good way to meet some potential babysitters, but the teens had danced all their lives, so their skill level was way too advanced for me. I did end up taking some adult-only classes, but they were very far and few between. But now, in Toronto... I've taken heels, jazz, funk, Bollywood, hip-hop, tap, jazz, none of which I'm very good at, but I really love it. It's important for adults to find a form of exercise they enjoy, and I really do love dance, even though I do lament that I didn't have any training as a child, but that's water under the bridge. Ah, to have infinite time and money. But I had been invited to The Seven Deadly Sins by Kaylee, That's why she was here on the weekend, a.k.a. Miss Kaylee on Instagram. She was singing in the show. She came for the weekend from the Sarnia area, even though she is so busy with multiple jobs, and of course I had to see her perform. She's just such a beautiful singer and so versatile. She's a dancer, too, who teaches heels in Sarnia, but she wasn't dancing in this show. Kaylee was just superb. Superb, of course. The other special performers were jaw droppingly fabulous, too. I didn't see a program, so I can't remember who they were. The most fluidly graceful stationary pole dance imaginable was performed by someone by the name of Tata something. I wish I could remember. If you know who the performers were, please let me know so I can mention them next time. Rosa, Kaylee, maybe you're listening. There was a a suspended pole dance, too, which I had no idea even existed. And then there were two titillating burlesque dancers who absolutely brought the house down. It's always kind of done with a little wink and a nod. It was just great. Abe does not understand this pulling off the gloves one finger at a time thing. He wasn't there, but If he had been there, he probably would have been glad that they just got down to business and whipped and didn't waste time whipping off the gloves. The MC, Serena, deftly wove all the performances together, following the through line of wrath, lust, gluttony, envy, greed, sloth, vanity. She did it all with sharp wit, a wink, and a smile, wearing devil horns and a hot red dress. The music, the heels dance numbers were all so powerful, tight, fun, funny, and the crowd went wild throughout the show. I've been to a few heels dance shows before, and I even sang in one myself not so many years ago, and I think the thing I love most about these shows and the classes is the body positivity. As someone who has always agonized over not looking like a model, it's actually um, it's actually emotional for me to see women of all shapes and sizes dance with with such uninhibited absolute joy. And as I watch it, it's just so clear that sexiness and confidence has nothing to do with what you look like. It's all about how you feel. I still have never managed to get to the point where I can feel that way. I don't think I ever will. And whenever I'm in a dance class and the teacher says something like, okay, here you just do whatever you want. I don't feel as though I want to do anything because my inhibitions take over. Even though rationally, I know, I know for a fact that no one is looking at me and no one cares what I'm doing. No one is judging. It's just that self-consciousness has been so very deeply internalized. So I really admire anyone who can truly dance like no one is watching. And I think that's partly why Abe appealed to those ladies at the concert. That's why the Seven Deadly Sins show was such a resounding success. It was a whirlwind weekend. Yes, it was, but so very much worth it. Thankfully, I had Monday off to recover. Thank you for listening. If you have anything you'd like to share with me, email me at jewelsays at gmail.com. Have a wonderful week. I'll see you in July.